Welcome to the Gatecast and our journey to the Pegasus Galaxy and the City of the Ancients, Atlantis. Hello, good evening and welcome once again to Gatecast episode 301. We've made it. And we brought someone with us. <laughs> yes, I'm back once again. All right, Thomas? Yes, sir. It seems like only <laughs> an hour ago we uh, actually did all this. Mm-hmm. And we're doing it again. Yes, folks, this episode was recorded the same evening we recorded last week's episode. Decided to put them out as separate, basically, because A, editing two episodes in one week is way too much trouble. <laughs> and B, we wanted to pad the year out a bit, give us a bit of time, take the pressure off. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, after the slight technical issues we had with the first episode, hopefully this one will be a lot better. So welcome to the show. Tonight's episode, The Lost Tribe. We'll find out who's in the exoskeletons. We'll find out who got blown up. Mm-hmm. If anybody. Because after all, there are only two people left in the tower. Ah, yep. that we know of. They might find the charred body of an extra or something. We might do. Where's files? Files, files, files. Files. The Lost Tribe. Vague memories of this are coming back to me. with the I think I saw The Lost Tribe without having seen First Contact, which might have confused me a bit at the time. Probably. One of the lads at work watches the Flash. Mm-hmm. No, watches the Arrow, doesn't watch the Flash. That must have been very confusing over Christmas. Yes. <laughs> he said he didn't reckon much to the crossover. I said, well, yeah, you, you missed the first half on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm delighted we're going to get Supergirl Flash crossover. A what? Supergirl and the Flash oh. crossover. Really, they inhabited the same... Where does uh, Supergirl is where? Star City? No. Was it National City or something like that? Now, what's your thoughts on the upcoming Superman-Batman movie? Uh, now it's pretty evident that the whole Superman versus Batman is they're both going to be pals at the end, teaming up against a bad guy. <laughs> All of a sudden, it looks a better movie. Yeah. How well do you think they're going to implement Civil War? I'm optimistic that it's going to be very good. Um, I haven't read it because, to me, it seemed like an incredibly cynical attempt by Marvel to get you to buy 12 different titles. <laughs> Yeah, I, I really like though the Cap and Thor lines the most. Well, I'd be intrigued by... I was very concerned about it when they said they were going ahead without the Spider-Man character, because I'm thinking, isn't it kind of central to the whole bloody point of the thing? Mm, I thought so. I thought he, I thought he was going to be in. In the early days, he wasn't. Ah, oh, right. Yeah, I watched the, uh, the cinema scenes, uh, everything wrong with Fantastic Four last night. <laughs> <laughs> I've, not, I've not seen it. Uh, you should watch it just to realise that Fox, a respected professional outfit, didn't know what the hell they were doing. It can't have been any worse than the first Fantastic Four movie. It's worse than Rise of the Silver Surfer. Oh, yeah. Oh, dear. They must have retried. Have we gone so far Have we gone so far into the bad that it's actually good? No. You spend about $120 million on it and then probably another $50 million promoting it. You have got no right to make a bad movie. Mm-hmm. Of course you do. Look at the core. The core is so bad it's good. Mm-hmm. You said it went a proper movie because it had a it went a proper B movie because it had a proper budget. Because I remember chatting to you when I was watching it. Well, it's not a B movie, but it felt like one. It turned out to be one. Okay, is Fantastic Four worse than Green Arrow? Green Arrow. Yeah. Sorry, Green Hornet. I like Green Hornet. Green Lantern. <laughs> Come on. Now. Yeah, it's worse. And Green Lantern isn't a very good movie either. It's got one extremely good line. Which one is that? I, I've seen you naked. Do you think I wouldn't recognise you because I can't see your cheekbones? <laughs> <laughs> Just poke the hole in the basic logical fallacy of so-called masked superheroes. Mm-hmm. I think Jeffrey strikes it a lot better because people don't see the face. People see the uniform. Yeah, that's kind of how it's been described on Supergirl. Differences in Supergirl, when she dons the outfit, she also has a professional makeup done as well. Yeah, you noticed that. I wonder if that a kryptonite power. <laughs> Must be. Bearing in mind I haven't seen all eight episodes yet. <laughs> I've seen it happen with my niece. Yeah. My friend AJ posted a boudoir photo she got taken. Oh, what a professional. Yes. I looked at it and went, I believe my exact comment on her Facebook was, Yowza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, not, not my niece, my friend AJ. Oh. No, my niece, I saw her makeup and I was like, what? That's not Karen. The Flesh Pulp Podcast. Three to ten minutes of fiction brought to you thrice weekly. 
200 miles below the surface of the earth, at the terminus of a series of long sealed caverns and interconnected shines, under the shadow of the eternally bleeding eye, there is a crippled wreck of a man writing tales, stories of a dimension engulfed in madness. He is writing them of you. Think them all at fleshpulp.com or search for it on iTunes. So we'll get this over with, so I, I have time to watch at least the other half of the Flash episode that we're looking the other night. Well, let's phrase it a little bit more positively <laughs> then. Can we get this over with? <laughs> this isn't the SG-1 episode need or... <laughs> or worse still, Ergo. Nothing wrong with Ergo. Nothing wrong with Ergo, I agree. Hey, I just decided to surprise you on least favourite episode. <laughs> Did you even listen to that full episode? Oh wait, you never listen, never mind. I occasionally listen. I'm currently... Did you listen to me when I guested on Uncharted Territories last week talking about Stargate? No, yeah, but I do generally listen to the shows you guest on. Well, it's only, what, two? <laughs> you guessed it on... There was some countdown that you guessed it on. Was there? Yeah, there were a top 100, and you popped up in it a few times. That's different from sending voicemail in. I've only been on two different podcasts apart from this. Nutty Bites. Mm-hmm. I've, been on, I've been on bloody Nutty Bites, at least twice. I've been invited to several more, but I had to gently point out to her that, yeah... You're recording at 3.30 a.m. my time. That's not really viable. If you could record after 6 a.m., it'd be okay, but 3.30 is just a no-no. Well, our mate from down south will do it that hard day. Why can't you? <laughs> Quite right. Because 3.30 a.m. my time was only 1.30 a.m. his time, and he didn't have the audio restrictions I had in terms of making noise. Okay, then, folks. Lost Tribe is ripped from the Region 2 DVD, a runtime of 41 minutes, 47 seconds. We are currently all staring at uh, black screens, counter set to 0, 0, 0, 0. If you want to watch along with us, and I'm told some people do, not quite sure why, it really is made to listen to on an iPod or equivalent. But when Alan does his 3, 2, 1 and says click, you press play, and hopefully everything should be synced up. Mm-hmm. Are we all ready then? Ready here. Off you go then, Alan. A 3, a doll, a hain, clicky. Previously on Stargate Atlantis. I'm sure you're both familiar with the ancient name Janus. Mm. Huh. Daniel. Janus. I've always pronounced it Janus. Look at that, they were so happy then. Then this happened. I was kind of hoping you could tell me. Get the device operational within one hour, or I will kill him. Do you want <laughs> Boom. That's a race fireworks. Mm-hmm. You found the Atero device. Yeah, all the bad guys seem to be very decisive in this episode. It keeps the pace going, that's for sure. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. There's a very dangerous, very serious problem with the device, and we need to touch the bomb. If the paddle continues to build like this, the gate will reach critical overload and most certainly explode. See, I still think they should have opened up a little hole in the backside of vented the fire out the back of the tower. It would have been just fine. We've never actually seen them do that with a shield at full size, have we? No. This just would make sense, though. Oh. John! Taylor! How many were up there? Two. I'll go get my people. Oh, Marie, the nurse. We don't see her very often. Yeah, and... And that is a map painting. No, they don't have replicators to rebuild it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's part of the thought, how they're going to rebuild. John! We were right here when I left them. If the explosion was hot enough, there might not be anything left for us to find. The flashlights, the, you know, the beams of light, CGI... They're still working, surprisingly. No cracked screens. Yeah, that's a... <laughs> that's a rugged. Well, they did build them, but... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're kidding me. Somebody survived. Of course. of course they survived. We know they survived. It was John and Raddick. Although, I suppose they could kill Raddick. Yeah. Hello. What are you... Oh, yeah. He... I'm sure you'd actually leapt on him to protect him, John. Yeah. Joe actually wasn't very happy about the idea of lying on top of Raddick when he read the script. <laughs> I dare say David wasn't very pleased about lying on glass either, or the equivalent. Yeah. And his glasses not even broke. Yeah, no cracks at all. They're probably that probably worse could have. You can't even tell his hip is messed up. All the troops you've requested have beamed on board. Have them round up the rest of the humans and confine them to one of the hangar bays. <laughs> Todd and Kenny, 
Mm-hmm. Now, Billy has credit, so I imagine that Billy just walked off the bridge. Is that understood? Yes. Where are we going? Atlantis. I apologise, but it's difficult to tell them apart. Mm-hmm. Except for Todd, who we've seen quite a lot of over the years. He's not happy. <laughs> Very determined. Let's go visiting. While they've got no protection, and we've got oh, a lot of beam weapons, nuclear weapons that can beam into the city. Mm-hmm. Okay then, The Lost Tribe. Season 5, episode 11 of Stargate Atlantis, Gatecast, episode 301. This episode, again, was written by Martin Garrow and directed by Andy Makita. And it's premiere in America, October the 10th, 2008. Canada, October the 13th. We got it in the UK, November the 27th. Sweden, December the 5th. Germany, September the 20th, 2009. Australia, April the 1st, 2010. And Japan, November the 3rd. Again, a few series with episodes of the same name. Uh, Matikau. I don't know. Matu? Matiku, maybe. The Forest Rangers, Rawhide, Nova, 101 East, and Martin Mystery. And we're back. Ow. Mm-hmm. Yes, back. Very much back. Oh. back. <laughs> I need you to get Banks and her team to set up an auxiliary control room below the damaged areas. They've already begun. You know, you think they'd already have an auxiliary control room in a spaceship? Hmm, yes, you would have then, wouldn't you? The gate blew up. <laughs> yes, I think everybody on <laughs> Atlantis knows the gate blew up. <laughs> <laughs> and the other question is, where are they going to get a new gate for the McKay, city? McKay's at Ice Station Zebra. <laughs> Could be. All right. So the device creates a very specific subspace turbulence that makes it impossible for the Wraith to operate their hyperdrive. You said that already. But there's a side effect. Yes, the unforeseen one that Janice mentioned. Well, it's certainly not seen here because there's no Stargate on this What's planet. What's the point, Rodney? Look. Yes, this is a little bit of exposition, really, to catch you up on the episode just gone. It creates a very dangerous type of radiation that, uh, well, that messes with the basic operation of the Stargate. Stargates, what, is in all of them? Well, all of the Stargates in the Pegasus network, yes. I suppose this is useful just to fill in the viewer. But I think we've got, we've got the basics from last week's episode. So you're saying that as long as this Janus device is running every time someone dials a gate in the entire galaxy... It'll explode. I mean, millions of people will die if we don't shut that thing down. <laughs> now you can understand why Janus stopped the experiment. I just wonder how many people died before they realised what was going on. Oh, that's not good. It's funny, isn't it? Now there's millions of people in Pegasus. Normally there's only a few thousand on every planet. Well, there's many, many planets. Yeah. yeah, not everyone's got Stargate. And many hundreds of gates. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is you think we've done, but I assure you... Take us out of hyperspace. We haven't arrived at Atlantis yet. Atlantis? We're within communications range. We don't want to get too close. Take us out. I was hoping you'd be awake for this. <laughs> no. At times, Woolsey does grow himself a backbone. Mm-hmm. Welcome home, Woolsey. Uh-oh. <laughs> and if you weren't, I'm going to make sure you were. Like you say, it, it does seem a bit strange they haven't thought of an auxiliary control beforehand, ready to go. I'm sure there's one that's just in a room they haven't explored yet. <laughs> yeah. What should we do? Five bucks to anybody who can figure out how to contact the Daedalus. Uh, Colonel Shepard? Got an idea, Banks? Well, no, but I am being hailed by the Daedalus on subspace. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> Sharon Taylor, playing Amelia Banks. Yeah, where's my money? <laughs> I owe you. Daedalus, it's good to, uh... Colonel Shepard. What the hell's going on? Where's Caldwell? Oops. This went from good to bad very quickly. How close are Not close enough to go by jump, but if that's what you're thinking. Don't worry, I'm more than willing to return this ship and its crew to you. In exchange for what? You've activated the Atero device. I need you to shut it down. They gave a hell of a lot of praise, Christopher, for this. They said this whole scene is kind of very protracted and drags out a bit. The very fact that Christopher's presence can actually give Todd so much character. I have to admit, in a way, I'm impressed. I was there 10,000 years ago when the ancients first tried to use it, but they didn't have the stomach to leave it on once they realized how many of their precious stargates it would destroy, how many humans it would kill. Sounds like something Janice would have worked on. And believe it or not, he came on set straight from days filming on Sanctuary. Straight into the makeup gear, along with the makeup crew, we were working on Sanctuary as well. So basically, he worked for 24 hours in makeup. Long day. Yep. <laughs> Taylor looks shocked. That Rachel's really emoting in this episode. Starting with Walking? Oh. Yeah. And I love this bit next. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> his arms around his shoulder. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> he look. He looks so awkward. <laughs> Help. <laughs> <laughs> Just be stroking his head or something. Nice. What are the odds? The, 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 what's this thing called? A uh, terror device. What are the odds that this thing was at the other end of the subspace link that Rodney opened when he went to that lab? Um, 6H987? I say it's very likely. It's also very likely that's what he and Dr. Jackson were taking. Yeah, and what the odds Rodney turned it on and blew past Stargate? Mm-hmm. Pretty darn good. Rodney's done something? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the aliens took from the lab allowed them to reactivate it again. Whatever it is, Todd seems pretty keen to stop it, enough to risk taking the Daedalus. Yes, but we can't give him the address. If he gets it, he'll destroy everything in his path, including Rodney and Dr. Jackson. I don't know if I should actually praise the writers for this or actually marvel at the how the, the leap of intuition by everybody here. Amelia looking from left to right, left to right, left to right. How <laughs> about Wolves were thinking they could let me die? I'm not really the favourite human. Wait, I said we're not the ones behind this, but we may have what you need. Uh-huh. Todd's thinking about it. You getting closer and closer. They stole a piece of ancient technology. We believe this could be a component to this Otero device. We managed to track him. You swing by here, pick me up, I will take you there myself. And give you the chance to take out my hyperdrive with one huh. of your There hyperdrive, Todd. There hyperdrive. Right now, you're one of the few people in the galaxy with a ship capable of dealing with this problem. And I intend to keep it that way. <laughs> oh, poor Richard. I'm surprised Woolsey hadn't said do it as an order. Yeah. Yeah. He could do. I'll make you terrified. I won't taste good. Do it. Uh, could you stand in front of me, please? Mm. Uh, signal lost, not transmission ended. Yeah, they maybe. And there goes the Daedalus. You really think that's gonna work? Oh, you got a better idea. We're on a spaceship. Those doors are designed to be airtight. That means something as tiny as air can't even get through. How do you think you will? Yeah, well, I'm a lot bigger than air. Okay, Ronan. Yeah. Just shoot your way through. You've got your gun. <laughs> then drones really the drones really used to be good alright come on wait, wait what's our plan where are we going if we get to an access letter we head down two floors of the engineering rooms then we cripple the ship <laughs> I guess he's taking <laughs> roll and smash mm-hmm. yeah it's always very easy to stop something working especially if you don't have to worry about getting it working afterwards I think Todd changed his mind you might have realized just how crippled we are. We're being hailed. Put it up. My name is Katana Labrea. I'm a traveler. Laren sent me. No, oh, hello. Laren! Where's Laren? Yeah, where is she? Oh, she's busy filming Wipeout USA. Okay. <laughs> Who's next? The gates are blowing up. Yeah, don't admit you might be at fault. You, come with me. Me? Why? Hey, whoa, 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 no, we'll both go. There's no need for that. No. <laughs> because you're pretty. <laughs> must be your turn to use the fitness room. Right. Good luck. You too. Why argue the point? If wanted you dead, they'd yeah. just kill you. <laughs> He'll turn you uh, use the fitness rooms at a just at him getting a beefed up body. <laughs> I doubt Michael needs it. Mm. And it was leveled in an instant. I was in orbit when it happened. We could see the explosion from space. Oh, that's bad luck. Mm-hmm. The gates are made of Nakodo. When they become unstable, the size of the explosion is unimaginable. Guitarna Labrea, played by Daniela Alonso, an American actress. She's been in I Zombie, Revolution, Friday Night Lights, and One Tree Hill. Oh. Very similar looking woman to uh, Jill Wagner. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was a deliberate decision. They lost their Aurora-class starship. We have no ship. Then I guess I got here just in time. That's what I wanted to hear. So like you're with me. Uh, John! Kayla, I need you to stay here. All right, the second Todd's done, there's nothing stopping him from turning that ship around and making a run on Atlantis. I need somebody I can trust to stay in charge here. Good luck. 
Yes, I'm in charge and I'm going. So you're in charge. Mm-hmm. She's also a civilian. She's not human. Odd gets here. Yeah, that's a good one because Carson ain't even there, is he? Nope. Of course, I imagine there's enough people yep, they've knocked something else. Ooh, straight in the face. <laughs> yeah. I locked the door. This won't take long. So what do we do? Bring up the main control systems and disable them one by one? That's one way to go. Nope. Oh, you foolish girl. <laughs> Ronan you talking to? Has some sort of a passcode to make sure they're locked out once and for all? Nope. Oh, no. Well, then what are you thinking? Although I'm not sure what he's going to do in the next minute or so would be appreciated by the people who have to fix the ship. Oh, that's a pretty shot. And no offence to Ronan, but that could have been something... That could have been a lot more serious. Oh, yeah. Get our troops down to the engineering room. Someone's sabotaging this ship. I wouldn't like to tell Todd that I didn't know why something had happened. <laughs> Especially when his contact lens is slightly skewed with like that. It gives him a rather intimidating look. He's taking out a lot of control crystals. Yeah, how many spares do they carry? Don't worry, the life support system is that right. I'm pretty sure it is. Okay, we're out of hyperspace. That's enough. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. He's a bit gratuitous, isn't he? He could have just hit him very gently with the butt of his gun and that would have had the same result. Or taken out half a dozen of the crystals and just run that way. Yeah, in with the the ship. You wish to speak to me? leader. Uh, we're going to see the individual in the suit in a bit. You can actually walk out of it. They were very concerned about how it would look if it looked a bit too cheesy. Mm -hmm. So one of the designers built the suit out of cardboard, put his little seven-year-old in it and asked him to get out. And he did. Actually impressed at how good it looked. Mm. It makes Stargates explode when they're activated. We do not use the Stargates. Okay. But lots of other people do. They are of no concern to us. Hmm. On the surface, you think, well, this alien race got technology that's equal to Atlantis and the Ancients and the Wraith, but it's probably stored mm -hmm. for the last 10,000 years. Mm -hmm. So, really, they are two or three generations behind. So, how did theirs fall and the others didn't? Different hyperdrive, so it operates on a slightly different frequency. I'm referring to the race's technology. If these stalled, why didn't the mm -hmm. others? The Asgard, there were millions of them, and they kept developing themselves, don't they? Whereas this spin-off, there were only a few of them, and they were hiding on a planet. Well, they said their planet, and referring to the generations going to colonize, so I'm thinking there's another planet that they're referring to. Oh, yeah, that's, that's an ancient outpost they're in at the moment. Yeah. But without actual active space travel, you won't be developing weapons or shields because you'd never be able to test them. Mm -hmm. And they'd probably be doing exactly what the Asgard did, just developing the cloning technology. That's right. May not look like much, but trust me, we cannot run most anything in the Traveler's fleet. Mila? Hey! Blimey, where'd she come from? This is Colonel Shepard and Dr. Zelenka. They're from Atlantis. Mila's our chief engineer. She can't be more than 16 years old. 15, actually. She's been working on ships since she was four. We need to get where we're going as fast as possible. I want you to do whatever you can to maximize hyperdrive output. No problem. You know, uh, Zelenka knows a thing or two about hyperdrives himself. I'm sure he'd be happy to give you a hand. Who knows? Maybe you'll learn a thing or two. Oh, poor, poor Zelenka. He's never very good with young'uns. Let's see how he manages this young woman. Wraith, human, Asgard, all in one place. The damage is significant. He can repairs. Every second the internal device is active, we risk losing more and more of our alliance. What the hell? <laughs> Understatement of the year, thank you very much. Tilt level. Your freedom has become a nuisance. Turn yourself in immediately or we will begin killing off your friends one by one. Don't forget it's going to hit everyone else as well. Todd phrases it so well. Where are you going? I'm turning myself in. <laughs> okay, Ronan, demonstrate how you control your woman. No, the charming smile isn't going to cut it. We need to get armed, free these people and take this ship back. Exactly. I turn myself in and he'll think he's got us all. It buys you the time you need to do what you gotta do. No. No, I'm not letting you do it. Ronan, listen to Jennifer. me. Jennifer. No. Uh-oh. Oh, he thinks he's won. Okay. You're right. Okay. Come on. We're almost there anyways. 
me, Ronan. You, woman. <laughs> <laughs> Off she goes. Sucker. <laughs> you were married, Ronan, and you fell for that one? Seriously? <laughs> and was he married or just engaged? Well, originally we thought he was married, but the way he, he referred to it later, it was just engaged, wasn't he? Yeah. This is Daniel using reverse psychology on an alien he's never met before. Or at least he doesn't think he's met before. Yeah. And if you were an ancient, you wouldn't have needed our help to activate the device, so... What are you? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> mm-hmm. Show and tell. <laughs> Bones of steel. <laughs> Not an answer fat on him. Or her. Not quite sure. Yeah. And they're using the music as well. Mm hmm. Love that piece of music, but hate it in this part. <laughs> You're Asgard. You've encountered our kind before. No, not just encountered, I've, I've worked with them. You can call a few of them my friends. Not many, just a few. Of course, the Asgard I knew were a noble race who actually helped the human population in my galaxy. And where are they now? Jack would have gone, huh? Yeah. In fact, I'm the one wasting you right now. Hermiod, not so much. Sarcastic little son he was. They were clones. Copies of copies of copies going back generations. <laughs> oh yeah, we didn't do it, don't worry. <laughs> of course, because we are clones as well, subject to the same law of diminishing returns. And yet, we are still very much alive. So what, you, you solved the problem? Not entirely. And they run out of Pona. Yeah. The idea of the implants was that that was their kind of solution to part of the cloning technology, but maybe also an interface with the suit as well. Mm -hmm. I take that back. I have met an Asgard like you before. His name was Loki. Loki! And he was experimenting on humans too, until he was caught and brought to justice by the Asgard High Council. Because they did not believe. The ends justified the means. That's right. And look where it got them. So basically everything the Asgard refused to do, this bunch have done. Who are now all dead? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's hard to argue with this point being made, isn't it, really? Yeah. The moral attitude of a hungry lion. And he's trying to find a way to save the race. This is Mila, played by Claire Robertson. Hasn't done much acting. And something a little older than 16. Been in Level Up and Running Wild. Reminds me of another um, engineer. Yes, I think <laughs> that's the point he's aiming for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Once we drop out of hyperspace, there's a high possibility we won't be able to engage the drive again. Don't worry about that when we get there. What was that? What? Just a radiation warning. The detector's a little oversensitive. I wouldn't worry about it. It doesn't hurt that Zelenka seems to be paranoid about young people either. He's had some. Uh... picks up from Roman. <laughs> When it comes to a hyperdrive, you really don't imagine all those coils and cabling, do you? Yeah. If there was somebody in the background on a treadmill, you'd actually think it fits right in. <laughs> you were betting on the ancients. They may have tried to shut you down, but at least they wouldn't exterminate you. The Wraith do not tolerate the presence of advanced technologies other than their own. Before we knew what was happening, we were under attack. We lost our intergalactic ships in the first battle, and we did not have the resources to build more. So how did you survive? We had no choice but to abandon our settlements and retreat to a place where the Wraith could not look for us. A planet with a toxic atmosphere. Here they're making full use of the CGI Asgard and the puppet Asgard. Mm -hmm. They were fortunate that when they got the puppet out of storage, it didn't really need a lot of work. Normally they have to budget about 40 grand to revamp it every time they use it. Mm -hmm. But it came out of the box pretty much intact. So you ventured back into the galaxy and that's when you came across this place? We knew it was built by the ancients, and why. But we were unable to activate it until you came along. Look, I I'm, I'm sorry. The only thing they had to be careful was not to give the CGI puppet that much to do that when you switched to the puppet puppet, it didn't look too different. Indeed. My people are dying. The fact that, as you tell us, our brothers are already gone only reinforces the need. If we do not do this, our whole civilization, a hundred thousand years of history, will be wiped out forever. I cannot allow that to happen. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> nice toxic no. <laughs> Surely they could terraform her. Uh, then it might get noticed. Once they chose that planet and decided they couldn't leave, they were kind of screwed. Uh, you're not going to persuade him to uh, take a change of course. Mm-hmm. Nice weapon? Yes, the one he used to destroy the crystal trays. Now, do you notice anything different about Keller? I ditched it. You really think I'd want it ending up in your hands? Uh, no. It's foolish of you to see me as the enemy. Nothing? Really, why's that? I'm on a mission from your Colonel Shepard. At least say no. I know you're listening to me. I'm a thingy. Well, answer me then. Sorry, like I said, I've been focused too much on the episode. <laughs> well, I asked you, does anything look different about Keller? Totally different hairdo. Ah, no, I did notice. Maybe she's got a chance to redo it in the lift. Thomas, you still there? Yes, sir. Hyperdrive, weapons, shields, they are all down. That's a real shame. It is. Considering that hundreds of thousands of humans could die because of it. I would think that would weigh heavily on you in the future. What are you talking about? Hyperdrive's coming back up. And weapons? Irreparably damaged. They're no good to us anymore. I'm rather surprised that the Wraith know enough about ancient crystal technology that they can repair the hyperdrive. Unless they left a manual line about it. Yeah, there may be a tech manual somewhere. Yeah, broken down into very easily understandable diagrams for the Atlantis personnel. Or, you never know, one of the uh, pre-ascended ancients might have been a Wraith worshipper. There is the possibility that they have the Asgard core there, but maybe they swapped to the old original hyperdrive system, not the Asgard core one. I got the impression that they removed that and stored it at Area 51. Although, I imagine with the Ori neutralized, they don't have to worry about it too much anymore. Yeah. I'm alright. I mean, they need me. You're kind of expendable. I just figured they... Yeah, I, I got what you meant by daughter. Thank you. <laughs> I like to talk, actually. Oh, well, how'd that go? They're Asgard. For real? Yeah, a faction that broke off from the guys we knew thousands of years ago. They're the ones inside the suits. I did not see that one coming. Surprise! That's a rare admission from Rodney. <laughs> no, then I don't care. I mean, as long as that thing is on, then millions of people could die. Besides, I think I have to get a way out of here. Really? Okay, <laughs> a locked room. This will be interesting. And Rodney McKay knows a thing or two about ancient facilities. You know, it has been clinically proven that referring to yourself in the third person is a sign of mental instability, right? Yeah, mentally unstable like a fox. <laughs> uh, okay. I blow the fire monitoring fuse. As soon as something goes dead, it assumes there could be a fire. It detects life signs inside the room. It unlocks the doors for safety. And... Ah. <laughs> Good job. Bloody hell. <laughs> it's a good thing they brought you back when they did because, you know, I just assumed you were dead and I was going to leave. Lucky me. <laughs> uh, brilliant, aren't they together? Well, we got to shut down the device. How do we do that? Well, we'll just... We'll improvise. Uh, no clue. Right. Improvise. <laughs> Yeah, Butch and Sundance. Yeah, that didn't end well. Yeah, Rodney doesn't come up with a very detailed plan. Oh. <laughs> Ow. Now can you notice the hairdo? Was that actually him or a stunt double? I imagine that was Jason. Oh, right the head. Yeah. And Jewel really does not like firing a weapon. <laughs> that was the first time she fired it. She did not like it one bit. Not everybody oh, she didn't need to act. I'm sure. Uh, hang on. Isn't me? Isn't Mikita the one with the pineapple? Nope. That's Will wearing. Ron, good work. It's not over yet. There's an armory down the hall. We need everyone we can. We're taking the ship back. <laughs> Grab a gun, Woolsey. I don't even think Woolsey would like a gun. <laughs> well, stand behind Ronan then, Woolsey. Uh, we go to the uh, power relay station, we create a massive explosion. I never got how that made a good diversion. What? You want to clear the device control room of bad guys, right? Yes. So why would you assume if there was a massive explosion, people would go running towards it? I would. I rest my case. <laughs> and they made a conscious decision to actually include this. It always gets brought up in the writer's room. <laughs> why would anybody run towards an explosion? Only a crazy person. Explosion diversion is the very cornerstone of diversion. You don't have any better ideas. I don't have any better ideas. Yet. It's kind of built. <laughs> Rodney, panic, panic. The device needs constant care. I mean, uh, true, I'm the only one who knows how to work it, but uh, I'm not talking about killing. Oh, let them keep going. You'll figure it out in the end. <laughs> All hail my alien overlords. <laughs> okay, so the ads guards went in that way, got out the back, then had to kind of shimmy round the suits to get out of the storage room. See? No, they probably beamed. Yeah, I know. How's uh, you were? Yeah, it's not important. One size fits all suit. You know, from what I could tell, 
The inside of the suits form around whoever's in them. Yeah, why would the, the suits are theirs, you know? With the, although they've probably got more than the production. The actual production only had four suits in total. Three complete and one that was used for kind of damage to the footage. Mm. The one that exploded. Sure you have all that figured out? You know, I've flown birds a lot harder to manage than this one. I'm surprised Laren didn't say anything. Laren's never brought you up before today. Really? Never, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, the Traveller women. They <laughs> really know how to stick the knife in, don't they? It's interesting, it is the Traveller's a matriarchal culture. Because we've seen two commanders of starships now and they've both been women. And there goes the hyperdrive. <laughs> What have you been up to, Raddick? Mm-hmm. Oh, she's pick out trousers on, so... I knew this would happen. We burned it out. We got here, though, didn't we? From the bridge, it doesn't look like it's a big ship. When you see it from outside, it looks more than a, no. you know, a light fighter. It looks like a converted Corellian freighter. Mm-hmm. Wait. I've got two ships closing in. Shields up, fire at will. Evasive maneuvers might be good. On it. That's the impression. Yeah. That visual, as it did a 118, spun around. You just like the outside shots, admit it. Of course I do. Your favourite things. Claire, how come we haven't run into any of them yet? I got a bad feeling about this. Do a life science scan. Find out where they are. I have a massive life science in the second 302 bay. They fell back to their ship. Yeah, I've got a feeling that if all the wraiths are in their home ship, that can't be good. They're running away. The Wraith are running away. I don't think so. Yeah. Take us out of hyperspace. Yeah. <laughs> What's the password? Todd is God. What is it? They locked us out of flight controls. Can you get us back in? Not quickly. What's he got planned? Well, they wouldn't have had the He's weapons. He's going to ram the ship into the thing. Huh. I'd have thought the suits would give him some protection from their energy weapons. I've got to be impressed that those suits, I know they said they adjust internally, but that's a lot of adjustment. What now? Well, so they must have spooked them. Why? Well, aside from encrypting access to this workstation. Yeah, but you can break that. Yeah, in a heartbeat. But as they very well know, you can't operate this machine without the control key. Look, the thing they stole from Genesis lab to begin with. They've taken it. Uh-oh. What they need to do now is take a leaf from Ronan's book. Nice visual with the little guy in, on the ramp. I think this is where we see that weapons technology with the... Hey! <laughs> with the veneer of... That's an impressive guy. Oh, dear. One down, one to go. I'm picking up a third ship headed right for us. Wonderful. You'd think... The veneer, the Asgard, should be able to take out the travel ship, no problem, but... Yeah, not the opposite. Weapons tech, thousands of years old. Oh. <laughs> nice. That was close into hyperspace. What? Hold on. I've got another window opening. Coming right back at us. What kind of messed up battle technique is that? <laughs> a bloody good one if you've got that level of navigation. Wait. It's the Daedalus. I wonder what would happen if you flew in at the back of a hyperspace window. Colonel Shepard? Surprised to see all you guys. Same here. <laughs> Come on, John. It's never a good thing these two episodes when the good guys turn up. We've engaged the enemy. Have you gotten the Daedalus back because we're going to need the help? Todd let us take her back without so much as a fight. But he's locked us out of the controls and retreated to one of the 302 bays. Why the hell would he do that? He needs that place destroyed more than anyone. Mr. Woolsey, sir. What is it, Marks? Sir, the second we came out of hyperspace, a pre-programmed subroutine. Uh-oh. Here we go. Our main scanners located a facility on the planet and immediately locked the guidance system into it. Opening doors. <laughs> and that's what happens when you blow up all the crystals that control the weapon system. Of course. That's how he's going to destroy the facility, by ramming us into it. You have, uh, I don't know how heavy the 302 is, but say 100,000 tons of metal now coming in at terminal velocity. Can't do much more than turn the lights off and on without the component thing. Well, we have to do something. Yeah, but how hard? Uh, I think they're going to find out. Technically, yes. And I have a really terrible idea. Oh, no, no, you're not thinking what I think you're thinking. <laughs> he is thinking what you're thinking. String. Not to mention those electrical discharges look pretty unfriendly, but, yeah, but the antenna has a control crystal. If we can pull it manually, say 50-50, we can get that far. I go 30-70, but I don't have a better idea, and the suits, they should protect us. You see, now this is the interesting bit. They're going to go into that room, and all the energy's flying about, yet 
that a stun weapon took him out. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be confident. Different kind of energy. I didn't have any other choice. Ramming the facility with the ship is the only surefire way to take it out. <laughs> yeah, blame Rona. Yes, she did. Could have been a lot more subtle about it. They just depressurized the 302 bay. I think that the ray ship that they had would have some weapons on it. Maybe. I'm starting to regret we recorded the episode after this before it. Why? Because I know what happens now. Oh, right. <laughs> it doesn't seem to be a very airtight seal. No. Both don't have to go in there. Well, when you get killed by one of those discharges, someone's going to have to finish the job, so... Oh, great pep talk. Thanks. Oh, maybe it is purely armor and not an environmental suit. Well, yeah, but do you say those are the same ones they use in Destiny? Oh, or in Universe? Funny. Yeah. Yeah, that really does seem... Wouldn't the safety control prevent the door from opening? Uh, well, override it. Pretty sure we want to avoid those touching us. Thanks, coach. <laughs> <laughs> but what exactly gonna do? Oh, yes. That's a nice hood. You like the hood. And yes, they had D9, man. Ah. They admitted that. <laughs> <laughs> there couldn't have been a convenient off button. No, I suppose not. Just pull all the crystals. Yeah, pull them all out. What are you waiting for? Have to pull the right one, or the antenna explodes. Oh, well, yeah, that would be bad. Hurry up. Yeah, he's going to take this home with him. But get it right. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> you can't just pull randomly where you look close. Minute tops. No pressure, Ron. A minute. <laughs> How fast is it moving? I got an idea, but you're going to have to trust me. All right. Zelenka, Mila, I need you to open up the hyperdrive in 30 seconds. We're going to have to make a short jump. Impossible. Not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you very much. <laughs> Almost got it. We're entering the atmosphere. Um. Now, this has been a good time to have even basic shields. Yeah. Ooh, Ow. That is hurting the hull. Oh yeah, stripping away all the deck plating. That's why it's called ablative armor. It is to armor what leather is to a biker. Uh... Mm, okay, I'll go with that. Okay. Guidance system, just turn it round. I suppose if you're close enough to... Open up a subspace window inside. Here goes nothing. Oh, out. <laughs> oh, thank you. You wait until he got hit. Bit suspicious, that. Well, wouldn't this thing just turn around? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Back? Whenever you see it, it looks like they accelerate into it. Do they accelerate or are they pulled in mm. beyond a certain point? It literally drags them in. I got it. I'm back in. We've got control of the ship. And not a moment too late. We <laughs> <laughs> found a scan. Everything you got. Yeah, it didn't really go well for the Ow. Vinay. Poor Daniel. You're okay, you're okay. Ow! <sighs> Wrong again. <sighs> did you turn it off? I did. Uh, we did. You did. <laughs> you did. Look, what does it hurt? Everywhere. Everywhere. How is supposed to be a hospital nearby? I'm. I'm pretty sure we're on our own. Yes, but we saved the galaxy. Hurrah. Look, I mean, on, on the bright side, I mean, we're both going to be dead of dehydration in like five days, so you won't have to put up with me for much longer. <laughs> <laughs> Rodney is always the worst case scenario. Daniel, you are not going to die in Atlantis. No, no way. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to make it that way. Hey, um, I know it may not seem like it, but I want you to know I, I, I really... And it took the helmets with them. That's surprising. You wouldn't have thought it would have. Yeah. Oh, thank God. I'm sure I'm glad to see you, too. He's badly hurt. This is so unlike Woolsey. That's a new look for you. Well, you know me. It's function over fashion. Is the device still active? Not without this. It's the facility's main control crystal. It's not good enough for me. I like this. Colonel Shepard, we have Doctors McKay and Jackson. Our weapons are not operational. Can you please see to it that we never have to deal with the Atero device again? What powered that base? Was there a ZPM there? Geothermal? 
don't know. It... That's a rather bad CG explosion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might have been better to show it from orbit and just vaporizing off the continent. Yeah. Good. Let's go home. Well, you want to unzip me? I'll look for a can opener. <laughs> uh, no thanks. <laughs> and that was ad lib by Robert. Pretty sure. Well, I mentioned a can opener earlier. I know you did. He's a proper actor. We should have a ready to fly in no time. Then what? He's still at it. Always the flirt. Oh, that's good to hear. You tell Larry and I'll help you with whatever you need. Thank you. We'll be in touch. Uh, brushed off by another traveler. Tell Laren she doesn't need to wait for the next galactic emergency to drop by. I'm a lot more charming when my friends aren't about to die. That's not what Laren said. See? She does talk about me. Every now and again. Oh. Oh. <laughs> not even a hint? <laughs> yeah, I captured this human, tied him up, punished him a bit. He seemed to like it. <laughs> hey. You all done for the day? And this is an interesting scene. I know they almost shared a kiss, mm -hmm. and they're obviously indicating that Ronan has an interest. I'm really glad you came on the mission. I mean, without you there, we'd probably all be dead. And then we get this scene. But I, I just want to be clear, because, um... Come on, Jennifer, be decisive. Everybody appreciates that. I just want you to know that uh, I'm kind of... What? Come on. Interested in somebody else. Ooh. Ooh. Pressure. So. <laughs> I just didn't want to give you the wrong... I didn't. I just, um, I just wanted somebody... Good recovery, Ronan. Because I thought... Yeah, well, you're wrong. <laughs> Not yeah. fooling her, but... Yeah, you can see the total yeah. crush in his eyes. Yeah, he's kind yeah. of swung too far in the opposite direction. Yeah, I experienced that myself recently. Do you still want to go with uh, No, I should, I should probably... Yeah, Keller, really not a good idea. No, really, he doesn't want to spend time with you right now. I had to spend three and a half hours with a girl who refused to go on a date with me, so, frankly, that was unpleasant. So do we think Ronan immediately went down to the gym and started beating something up? Yeah, many a Marine ended up in the infirmary later that night. <laughs> Thank you, Groucho. Listen, not that I don't appreciate the visits, but shouldn't you be trying to figure out a way to keep the Asgards out of the shield again? Where's the Stargate? Where are they getting the spare Stargate? Yeah, that, that's uh, where did they get the Stargate before. Plenty of space Stargate's lying about the place. That's a cool thing about the Wraith. When they when they call a world, seriously call a world, who needs another Stargate there? Mm -hmm. Hope not. I don't think I'll be around to find out, though. Yeah, I heard they're um, sending you back to Earth. Yeah, I guess I need some major patching up and recovery, and Landry prefers I do that there instead of here. So. Well, the Daedalus has already picked up a gate uh, left over from the old gate bridge. And, yeah, uh, there we go. Oh, I knew Midway was good for something. Mm -hmm. So did they actually leave all those gates just in intergalactic space? He's on your dinner, Daniel. Been, um... He wants that pudding. Unique? Yes, yes it has. It sure has. But I, w I do want to say thank you for... Um, Come on, lads. Saying that you respected me when you thought I was about to die back there. <laughs> Excuse me, I said no such thing. Yeah, you did. You were like, um, um, I know it may not seem like it, but I really respect you. And uh, that means a great deal to me. I don't believe I ever finished that sentence. Oh. <laughs> How else would you have finished that sentence? I would have said regret. I would have said I really regret uh, you being here because none of this would have happened oh otherwise hey baby daniel for the... <laughs> so you can only give compliments to the dying the stargate blew up it was all your fault daniel for coming to atlantis <laughs> do you want to try any of this oh nice yeah yeah you're gonna yeah dive right in and take, take the deal <laughs> he is always hungry uh -huh. we do share that and you don't really know how long daniel's been picking at the food though do you because he was eating his pudding cup. Probably cold. When your pizza can be quite good. <laughs> okay then, folks. That was The Lost Tribe. Interesting conclusion to that two-parter. Uh, unexpected to meet the Asgard in the Pegasus Galaxy, but I think they gave a good explanation of why they were there and what they were up to. Always up to something, aren't they? Indeed they are. What a damn shame that we never get to see them again. Are they in the Legacy book? Oh, read them and find out. Come try ya! Right, a little bit of trivia. Surprisingly, it's pretty much identical to last week's episode, consistent with the same writer and director. Andy Makita, 29 episodes of SG-1, 22 of Atlantis and 12 of Universe. Also directed episodes of Killjoys, Dark Matter, Motive, Cedar Co, Primeval New World and Sanctuary. 
Martin Garrow, the writer, a single episode of Stargate Universe, 26 of Atlantis, and two of SG-1. He also created the LA Complex and Blind Spot, and also wrote for Dark Matter and The Home Show. Jack? Daniel? Are you you? Yeah. You? What? I like the yellow ones. Never mind. Just a single bit of feedback for last week's episode from Brad over on our Facebook group. He commented, love this two-parter, probably my favourite episode of season five. And I replied that there were so many good things about this two-parter, be it the writing, the visual effects or the acting. Alas for Brad, he got pipped by Thomas to cover these episodes. And while we're on that subject, the Stargate Universe schedule should be on the website. Some episodes have already been chosen by the more regular guests. If anyone wants to join us, take a look. And if there are any episodes you fancy, let us know. If you want to get in touch with us, then you can do so via the contact form on our website, which is gatecast.co.uk, or via email using gatecastpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook and Google+, and carried on iTunes and Stitcher Internet Radio. You'll find all those links on our website. You'll also find the link to the independent RSS feed, which carries everything we've released so far. You can copy that and manually add it to a podcatcher. Okay then, let's wrap the show up. A quick look at the schedule, and next week's episode is going to be Outsiders, which we've already recorded. So, way we're up. On the next Stargate Atlantis, the Wraith give villagers a choice of death for some. Turn over these outsiders! I think so. Or death for all. The choice is yours. The team refuses both. We're going to hit the Wraith. Search the ship. I don't give a damn what you do to me. I'm going to enjoy this. On the next Stargate Atlantis. I hope you're going to join us for that. Until next week, I've been Mike. I've been Thomas. I've been Alan. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye -bye. (laughs) Bye-bye. Ah, the joys of technical issues. From the heart. Thank that's over. (laughs) (laughs) You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever. Hey.